Hi, I'm Katie Page. And I'm Paul Ashton. And we made a comedy feature film called This Isn't Funny that Maria Menounos and Kevin Undergaro helped us produce. Along with us, it stars Anthony LaPaglia, Eddie Gathegi, Mimi Rogers, David Pasquese, Chia Caridis, and Danielle Panabaker. And it features some hilarious stand-up comedy from Beth Stelling, Ahmed Barucha, Will Weldon... And Katie. And you can stream the film right now in the U.S. store of iTunes, on Google Play, and at Amazon. And if you like it, please tell your friends, share it, and rate it. Thanks so much, guys. Buzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after show entertainment. Buzz TV. The destination for TV superfans. Producing after shows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows. Interviewing celebrities and showrunners. And bringing you behind the scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Hey, hey, huh. Huh. Hey, 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 what's up, what's up, what's up? Thank you guys for watching, I'm Brandon London, this is the After Buzz TV Thursday Night Football after show, we had a big game today. You like the way I did that show? You like yes. what I did with the voice? Cool. Cool. I'm, getting, I'm getting real West Coast now. I'm oh. on that West Coast. That's why we got the two short going. But uh, let's get into it a little bit. Let's. Uh, first, we had the Bills and the Jets today. A huge game. <laughs> a lot of playoff implications. Uh, you see the jersey <laughs> she has on. That's why she's there's a side. Matter of fact, why don't you go ahead and tell the people who you are? What's up? Hey guys, I'm Steph Z. You guys can tweet me at I A M S T E F Z. I'm really happy to join you guys tonight. Yeah. Thanks oh, for man. the invite. My yeah. team played. Usually I'm on the Monday night panel, but it is Thursday night. I'm here. My team lost. I'm still very happy to be sitting next mm. to you two lovely men. Ooh, wait. Ooh. 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 That's right. <laughs> That's how I lay it down. I love it when they call me Big Papa. I'll you. call you Big Papa once in this. You just wait. I hear you. Ooh. <laughs> Tell me who you are, D. Hey. Woo. Well, anyways, y'all, I'm Big Play. Derek Hagan in the building. You guys can tweet me tonight at dhagan80, H-A-G-A-N. I will be on. Talk to me. Any questions you got, let me know. We're here to talk to y'all. And I go by the name of Brandon London, my Twitter name, social media name, at Cultured Athlete, because I am the Cultured Athlete. Uh, me and D. Hagen used to be teammates back in, in the, what, 2008, 2009 Miami Dolphins? Yeah, man. That, 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 that seems that. like it was so, that's so, so long That's ago. why you guys oh, are hating on me so much. <laughs> We're Dolphins, guys. Oh, squish the fish. We're Dolphins, guys. Yeah. Well. I mean, At least you were dolphins when their logo was actually a dolphin. It looks a little whale-like now. What is it? Oh, well, they whale? got they they try to put the no. Uh, it's a dolphin. Okay. It just looks uh, okay. one. They, they, they try to year. they try to make them a little meaner. That's what they try to do with yeah. the dolphin. Okay, That's all, right. Fish. <laughs> all right. So uh, let's get into it. First and foremost, thoughts, thoughts. <laughs> My <laughs> thoughts is that you know, being a Jets fan, knowing the Jets for a while, I feel like the start of this season. The best, and you know, whatever. We saw him out on the field today. The best thing that could have happened to us was Geno Smith getting punched in the face. I know it's terrible Man. as a team situation, <laughs> but I really do think that that we, we've been an organization that struggles with a rookie quarterback. And not that Geno was a rookie this year, but we don't have the foundation to build quarterbacks in the mm -hmm. offense in order to win games. We, a lot of our head coaches, um, you know, Todd Bowles, Rex Ryan are all defensive quarterbacks. So I feel like, 
anyway, tonight was the time where we saw both of them on the field again, you know. Um, but I feel that the past two games we've played, we've seen the old Jets, and I feel like we started off, there was a lot more charisma, there was a lot more leadership on the field, there was a lot more cohesiveness in the beginning games than there were the past couple games, so I'm not quite sure what's happening. I mean, I know Fitzpatrick's hurt. I feel like when we played against the Raiders and he got hurt, like everyone just threw their hands up and decided not to play anymore. So overall thoughts is that it's a little concerning to me that we're starting to see the old Jets because I did. I mean, I know you guys might be Jets haters, <laughs> but I did see. I did see like the Jets were relevant. Relevant week two, week three. People were talking about the Jets. People were talking about they're they're on this upswing. It's a different yeah. team that we're seeing. And the past couple games, I'm seeing. Well, we beat the Jaguars, but it was sloppy and ugly. But the game before that when we lost to the Raiders, I'm seeing signs of the old Jets, which makes me nervous. Man, that's that's coming well, from a true a, fan. That's a, that's a huge Jets yeah. fan. She's wearing, what's that, Eric Decker's Decker? jersey. I bet yeah. you used to have Wayne Corbett jersey, huh? I had Wayne Corbett jersey. I had a Marty Lyons jersey. I had Lebronius a Joe Klecko. I had Lebronius Curls. I had Richard Cotry. Todd, Kenny O'Brien. Oh, wow. I got a Jets onesie. Oh, I like, me and my Jets, we go <laughs> deep. Your thoughts, D. Hey, tell us, tell us what Big Play thought. Man, honestly, I I thought the Jets have just been the same old Jets from week one every single year. I every mean, single year. Honestly, the Jets—they're playing in New York. They got it's a big media market. It doesn't matter what they do, the Jets are going to get as much pub as the New York media wants to put them. It doesn't matter if they're winning or they're losing. Yeah, yes, last year they had Rex Ryan as a coach, but the last four years it's just been awful for the Jets. Eight and eight. Terrible. Four and twelve, six mm. and ten, eight and eight again. Mm. So if you don't make the playoffs in New York, they're gonna the media is gonna be on you no matter what right. you do. Like yeah. like you said, the best thing that happened to the Jets this season was Geno Smith getting punched in the face. Yeah. Even though that sounds bad, but it was to, a good thing. Yeah, to piggyback on that, I feel like the the play that the media has is what somewhat messes up the system. I mean, like you you think of a quarterback like Mark Sanchez. Sanchez. Mm-hmm. Eventually, the media got to him. Right. You think of Geno Smith. It's like these young quarterbacks come in, and we don't give them the skills. We don't give them the tools to grow into a system. And once they start doing bad, your own fans boo you. Like that's just what it is in well, New that, York, and that's, that's it's terrible. But it, what it what it is. So that media, I think, has been playing into the cohesiveness of this team. Well, that's how Jets fans are. They want winners. You know, yeah. let alone they've they've. Started off with rookie quarterbacks, Mark Sanchez, Geno Smith. I don't think those were the two best options, but every right. year you're going to have a quarterback coming out of draft that, you know, that a GM or the team that just wants to pick because that's the time where the Jets needed a quarterback. Now, with that being said, I think Ryan Fitzpatrick right now is probably the best quarterback they've had since out of Brett those Paul. three. Oh, yeah. Out of, out of, yeah. Out of, yeah. Out of those three, Ryan Fitzpatrick totally. is, is hands down the best one. Hands well, down. And not even that. Like, I mean, Ryan Fitzpatrick isn't going to be our franchise quarterback. No. So you got to think of you got this guy, Bryce Petty, who shows a little bit of. There's talent there. There could be something there. And I'd rather You're fishing. Him. You're fishing. No, but listen. Fishing. No, just hear me. Hear me. Hear me. He's the second round. He's, he's the second Late round right, option. But, for, right, right. But what I'm easy. saying is we've never had – he's learning and watching a smart veteran. Maybe Fitzpatrick isn't the most amazing quarterback, but he's head smart. So what Bryce Petty's watching is someone who's confident, someone who's trying to make smart decisions, better than him watching somebody like Geno Smith if there was a chance for him to develop into something. So you, I, That's all I'm saying. You know, I, I mean, like, there's a better chance for him to develop into something with someone like Fitzpatrick as our quarterback than Geno Smith. We're mm-hmm. talking now, though. 
We don't well, have time to develop. We're five no. and four. We're tied for a uh, for second in the AFC East behind the Patriots, and we're tied with Buffalo Bills right now after right. this loss at five and four. Actually, they're probably we're ahead talking, of us because they got two divisional wins. So we're talking. We're talking uh, now. We're not talking. We don't have chance. We don't have a chance to develop. Bryce See, but Petty. that's the thing. What do we have this now? Is, well, but, that, but being a Jets fan, you always got to hope for the future because you know you don't got it right now. <laughs> yeah, you definitely don't have it now. The NFL's a win now. I'm business. not saluted. I don't it's, think we're winning the Super Bowl. Tomorrow. Tomorrow, you right. know what I mean? So, it's, what have you done for me lately? Okay, so right. what have they done for them, them lately? I get it. But let's talk a little bit about statistic-wise during the, the first half, and let's get into some of the gameplay and some of these numbers. If you look at it, it wasn't a bad it wasn't a bad half for neither team. It was a pretty even even match. It was 12-3, Buffalo Bills 12-3. The rushing yards, 76 for Buffalo, 22 for the Jets. Passing yards, 40 for Buffalo, 87 for the Jets. Yeah. They had a couple big plays throughout the uh, the passing game. 116 to 109 total yards. But here's the thing. Two turnovers. Two I was just going to say we gave the them Jets. the points. Yeah. No turnovers for the Buffalo Bills. Nine points off of turnovers. Just like that first in the first half. half. First right. half. First half. That's sloppy, Th- ugly play. That's just sloppy, ugly play. Brendan Marshall with the drop. How was that ball? Was it a decent ball? Was he's it a catchable catch ball? Brandon, Brandon Marshall has not – he's – okay, he's put up big numbers every year, but there's always something that he does to really make a mistake for the yeah. team that he's playing for. Okay. It, doesn't, it doesn't matter whether he, when he was with Miami or when, when he was with Chicago, now he's with the Jets. It's always – he does something wrong in the game. But it he makes all the time. He makes big enough right. plays for you to be like, ah, okay. That's a, everyone's oh, yeah, going yeah, to make a bad okay, play. But everyone's yeah. going to have a you're, bad play. You're a – Professional. What we do is make plays. It's those those little that. plays is that. what you got to work on and get fixed because at crucial moments, that's when you can't make those right. mistakes. Right. No, I agree Plain with you. Simple. I mean, and I love Brandon Marshall, and I, I I like him being a part of this team. I like what it does and the flexibility it's able to give Decker. But in the same sense, yeah, I mean, it's almost for every really big play he makes, he'll make two that he should, or there'd be two that he should have made. You know what I mean? Yeah, so I'm boneheaded plays. Yeah, boneheaded. <laughs> and it's just, you know, and I get we've kind of, and again, I'm, you know, this week, next week, maybe we're screwed, but I'm saying it, in the whole scheme of things, we have a very different team this year. We got new receivers, a new quarterback, a new coach, so new defensive, you know, like, every, so I feel like there's a lot of moving parts. So I'm not. But that's football. You can't. You, you can't. Right, but when I you can't got let that team, be an excuse. No, it's not of, an excuse. But I'm just saying, like, what that is is it's when you have that in an organization like the New York Jets, you can't expect an undefeated season. You know what I mean? Like, no, you never, can't. Never, like, what we never. have right now is kind of what, as a Jets fan, you're expecting. Like, you're happy with five and four right now because it's not. Four and five, or it's not three and six. You know, like you're kind of right. happy with that, well, even we though it's. Sorry about that. We Go weren't ahead. we weren't expecting the Jets to compete this year, especially right. after four and twelve season. You got a new head coach, first year head coach Todd Bowles coming over from Arizona. Then mm-hmm. you got Chan Gailey, who was my offensive offensive coordinator when I played for the Buffalo Bills. He's been out of the league, not coaching for the past two or three seasons. So the Jets with. Uh, Coach Biles being, being in his first year, they're trying to bring in other coaches around him so that'll take most of the pressure off of him, even though he's still trying to be the defensive coordinator. But nobody was picking the Jets to compete, not even be 5-4 and four at this time. Right. I, I wasn't expecting that at all. You, right. want, you want to know a huge reason why? Is because when they... No, no disrespect to Chan Gailey or anything, but when they got to those third and shorts, those fourth and shorts, the play calling. 
<laughs> Terrible play call. Yeah, we had some bad. Play you're getting, calling. you're getting, you're getting about five, six, seven, eight yards of pop with Chris, uh, Chris Ivory running mm-hmm. up. He re- he rushed for eighteen yard, eighteen attempts, nineteen, ninety nine yards with twenty one being his longest. He had a couple nice runs, really nice runs. Get them into a second and short situation. Maybe there be a, a, a bad run after that or incomplete pass. We're in second and th- we're in third and three or fourth and three. The throw, the BTLs, like I was saying earlier, hey, the, the, the throws behind the line when you're trying to you're trying to hold up the receipt, uh, the D, the receivers are trying to hold up right. the DBs. Those type of throws, these short, stupid throws. Like, why not run? Why not run it? You got them off the hills. Like, I saw nothing from the offense today from the Jets' offense, yeah. and it's always been a problem. You know, yeah, it's always what do you been guys a problem. Think? I mean, I want to know your guys' opinion. I mean, clearly you've played in the league. I haven't, but you know, do you guys think like what is the problem with you know Chris Ivory? Is it that? Like, he had, they were calling him the beast from the east, this, that, and the other thing. Is it because the offensive line fell apart? Like, is it, how much of it can you blame on him as opposed to what's happening around him? Well, football is the ultimate team sport. You know, you can't. Mm -hmm. You, there, there's no way it's not an individual sport you can't just rely on one guy like baseball you can you can hit a home run and, and you know get five or six RBIs basketball you can put up 30-40 points and you're the man but football you have to rely on everybody around you and right. if the offensive line is not not doing their job not opening the holes a running back like Chris Ivory he's not going to be able to find, find his way through the, through, through the line of scrimmage and get some yeah. positive yardage and yeah. As we've seen, they started off strong in, in what the first four or five games of the season. You yeah. know, Chris Ivey, he was leading the league in rushing. Totally. You know, last three weeks he's fell off. You know, I had a good night tonight, eighteen for ninety nine yards. Right. But that's that, that's a that's a decent night. Yeah, you want to get that hundred yard mark, but it's it's a team game. You know, everybody. You know, sometimes it'll come down to play calling, but you just never know. Like I said, they're they're coming off. It's Thursday night game. You you really don't know what's going to happen too much in a Thursday night game. You don't know if guys are going to show up. If they're going to be ready to play. But tonight, I thought he had a good night. But, but like you were saying, some of the play calling tonight was just horrible. Off, yeah. And you can't expect a running back to be that consistent throughout a sixteen throughout a sixteen week season. Like, yeah, it's, it, it's, a, it's a lot of games. That's a lot of wear and tear on your body. So he got eighteen carries tonight. He got eighteen carries. What did he do in the, uh, in, the in the passing game? Two catches, thirty six yards. He was active today. Yeah. Touched the ball 20 times today. That's a lot of hits. Yeah. So imagine, what, this is the ninth game of the season, 20 times, 20 times. That's 180 touches already. Your body is taking probably, let's say, 160 hits right. off that 180. You can't expect a, a run game to continuously get 100, 100 yards a game. They had 99. That was really only the only good thing for them. Eric Decker had six for 85. Uh, B. Marshall had three for 23 with the touchdown, but – the ball distributing. There's nothing yeah. going on with the offense. No, not there's right nothing. Now. And now you have Changeli being uh, out of the game for a little bit of time and coming in and trying to get his groove back. It's the ninth game. I just don't see it from this Jets offense. I yeah. still don't see it. Well, this is where it all starts. It's now you're in the second half of the season. So yeah. it's where do you go from here? Yeah. You know, either you're going to go up or you're going to go down. Mm-hmm. You know, you've you've been pretty much. I would say one of the teams that. It's been trying to compete for the AFC East, but mm-hmm. you know we know they're still behind the Patriots. Every team in the NFC, AFC East is behind the Patriots. Oh yeah, I so mean it's, it's it's always you're looking for the wild card spot. Right. I mean, like, you know, what I mean? <laughs> you know like until until Tom Brady, you, I'm not deluded. Mm-hmm. Until <laughs> Brady and Belichick are gone, it's, yeah, it's which gonna apparently be this is going to be ten years according to Brady. We just screwed. It's going to be a long time. Yeah. So <laughs> on the flip side, let's let's go and talking about Buffalo's offense a little bit, and we can go into their defense as well because I think their defense was just lights out phenomenal. I mean, they played a great game. Uh, New York's offense got hot 
towards the end of the third. They they made a run in the early first, but they were 0 for 2 on those uh, fourth downs, those crucial fourth downs in the red zone. One because of a drop, the other one terrible play calling. Ryan Fitzpatrick threw it over the, uh, the, the tight end's head. He wasn't looking for the ball. Can you say it was a bad offense, or can you say Rex Ryan's defense just played lights out? I feel like... I feel like it's a little bit of both, to be honest with you. I feel like Rex Ryan's defense, as much as... I mean, I was a big Rex Ryan fan, so there's no hate for Rex Ryan. (laughs) But I feel like the way that he... He's a player's coach. The way that he... You know, and I got... Some of the Jets that I've interviewed in the past have said that he's a player's coach, and I feel like he's got this new Buffalo team to buy into his system, Mm -hmm. and they want to play for him, and they go out, and D is his strong, so that his D... It was like how the Jets' D was in the beginning. You know, Mm -hmm. It's just they get behind the system that he has, and it works. So I feel like their D is totally on point, and it doesn't help that our offense... Like, if our offense was on point and not making as many mistakes, it would have been more interesting, and it would have been more of a battle for the Mm -hmm. D, but when you're playing sloppy offense, Offense against a D like that, you just don't have a chance. Yeah, I think you know from the from the Bills standpoint, so I, I've, Rex Ryan is a player's coach because I, I know if I was still playing or had the opportunity to play, that's who I would want to play for. You always want to play for a player's coach because you would feel good. You know, it just makes you feel good. And you know, just to reiterate on on the Bills defense, we Rex Ryan is a de- defensive minded coach. That's mm-hmm. what he wants to do. He wants to coach defense. He doesn't handle offense. He he lets his 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 offense coordinator handle handle offense. Coming in. To last season, the Bills ranked their defense was ranked number two, and coming in, into, into this game this season, they're, they were ranked number sixteen. So tonight, what they did was cause a lot of turnovers, and when you can cause turnovers, that's that's how you win games. Four turnovers, that's really big. That's really you know yeah, that's that, that's tough because I felt like if they didn't cause those turnovers tonight, I don't think the Bills would have won that won a game tonight because you know it's twenty two seventeen. Yeah, you score. You're scoring. What they scored three times off off of turnovers, and one was a fumble, fumble return off, off off of a, off a kickoff, kickoff, right? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, which was yeah, those things right. happen. So we really and especially didn't, in the rain. So we, we we really didn't get to see the Buffalo Bills offense. We really no. did. I, I didn't see anything explosive from them. Everyone's talking about uh, the one catch, the one, the first down Sammy Watkins had, but mm-hmm. he was pretty much shut down. When you're tight in. Is your leading receiver, uh, Charles Clay, was what, five catches, 52 yards? Shady McCoy, five catches, 47 yards. Where are the receivers? Where's the passing game? Where's the perimeter? I'm out here, coach. Give me the ball, coach. <laughs> you, you better throw yeah. me the ball. If I'm, if I'm Robert Woods or I'm, I'm Sammy Watkins, I'm a, any receiver out there, they don't have enough fire, firepower on this offense to help out this defense. Because Tom Brady, Tom Brady is going to move the ball against this defense. Tom Brady's going to move, but you got to understand, Tyrod Taylor is probably, I would say, the, the what, third best QB in the AFC East behind Ryan Tannehill and, and Fitzpatrick. So He's worse than Ryan Tannehill. Oh, man, I don't Are know. you kidding me? I, I would me? say, I don't, t- look, Tyrod, look, from, yes. a, from a throwing, from, from a throwing yes. standpoint, okay, Taylor is explosive. He can do a lot with his legs, but as far as throwing a ball, I don't think he's he's all that. He was, he was okay, he's from Virginia Tech. He put up, put up a lot of numbers. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then he's playing. Then he goes to Baltimore. He's playing behind Flacco. Before entering this season, he only threw thirty-five passes. So I understand that. I understand he won the starting job. He did what he did. I mean, you know, I I tip my hat off to him for doing that. But as far as being the guy right now, he's a game manager. That's what yeah. he is. Yeah. He manages yeah, the true. game. Yeah. He's not going to throw the ball 30, 40, 50 times. They're no. just not going to allow him to do that. It's, it's, not yet, his not exact yet. stats were seventeen for twenty-seven, one hundred and fifty-eight yards with one touchdown, no turnovers. No but who, he didn't turn a ball over. But okay, they they, they 
No, the fact I'm agreeing with they, what they you won said. The game, but we're talking about is he getting the ball into his playmakers' hands? Shady McCord, nineteen no, attempts. No, he should be producing a lot more offense. A lot more. Nineteen yeah. runs, one hundred and twelve yards. So the, I'm looking at it as they're the offense piggybacks off of Shady McCoy. Now this is his second hundred yard games in, the, in the, uh, as many recent weeks. Right. He's they're starting to get the run game going. But just because you have the run game going, you only run, you only rush for 112 yards. It's not like you had a buck 50, buck 80. Your running back and your tight end still shouldn't be your leading receivers, both with five catches. Right. <laughs> and then your th- your second yeah. string running back had one catch, 26 yards. Woods and and Sammy Watkins had three catches, 19 yards. Three catches, 14 yards. Well, that those com- are my starting that, receivers. As from a receiver standpoint, I'm going to be pissed off I'm if you don't throw me the ball. I'm, I'm going to be mad. I'm going to be right. angry. If you're like, Watkins, you can't be pissed oh, off. Well, you were targeted. You're right. But you don't. it's like I don't put in all that work during the week to not go out there and, and produce. Sometimes, you know, the numbers aren't going to be there. It's just it, it's, it might not be your night. But if it's consistently happening week in and week out, then it's a problem. Tonight, it was, you know, they won the game. But like you said, Robert Woods and Sammy Watkins not – Contributing, right? We can say that's coming from the Jets' defense. Why? Freebus Island. That's tough. That's a that's a that's a hard island to get Freebus off of over there. <laughs> that's I like that island. 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 And that's one of the topics we're going to talk about. But let's let okay. So let's go into when the Jets got that momentum. They got a momentum swing. Uh, they had to drop punt. Which what's up with these punters, man? man? It wasn't that bad of a snap. It was a little bit off, but. Catch the freaking ball, yo. You don't even have to really go to meetings. You don't have to do much. Catch, the least you can do is catch the they freaking punch. Chilling in practice. Catch the Absolutely snap. just chilling in practice. It was raining. But you know what? Oh, I just can't. You know, but you know what? I would I would say this about punters. Punt punt is a hard job. It's not easy. That's, that's, Why? You gotta be active. You gotta be able to put hard. the ball well. It's catching the punt hard. You know what? Then put some gloves on. You know it's raining. And on I that know. snap. On that snap. On. I was okay with that play. On that snap. <laughs> you would she would like that. This is this is what I like about the uh the, the Bills defense and what I hate about the Jets offense. Off of that bad snap, the Jets had they were they had previously scored on off of that. They uh the right. the drive before. They make them go, I believe it was three and out. Make them go three and out. He drops the snap. They get the ball. They're in the red zone again. And they come, they don't score. Weren't they on the 12-yard line? They don't like that? the 12-yard line. They don't you, score. That, welcome to the Jets. to score. There. You have to score there. Your offense has to score there. You I have forget, to find a way. I forget the, the exact stats from last year, but it was something like horrendous of how many points we could not produce on either interceptions, turnovers. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like We mm-hmm. have to be able to capitalize on those situations, especially when our offense is kind of off. Our D, our D is good, but our D still doesn't look the way that it did in weeks one, two, yeah. one to four. So it's like we've got to be able to, on something like that, when you get the ball to the 12-yard line, you defense play you well. be able to get defense it. Defense played very well. They, they did. Well, they played very well for a situation that they got put into. They played very well. True. Remember, one of those touchdowns off the kickoff, special teams gave up a touchdown. That wasn't totally. on us. But I'm just saying, the D in the – like, when we played the Raiders, the D was sleeping. And it's come back more, but the D in the beginning was way more explosive than it was tonight. It was. Right. So we, we only broke have it so down. many opportunities. Yeah. We broke we it down. We only have so many. That was yeah. a nice breakdown. Yeah. This is a nice breakdown. So let's get into some of these topics. We can either do – We'll do Fielder's Choice right now because we can go into the whole Rex Ryan storyline or we can go Revis versus Sammy Watkins. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think I like being a receiver. I like, I like the, Revis, Revis, the Revis, Revis Watkins. We got to go there. Do we have yeah. any after buzz uh, sound effects for Revis versus Sammy Watkins? 
Do we have any? No, after after. Oh, Welcome to the island, ladies and gentlemen. After both, we're gonna gonna definitely break down this this matchup because I texted you and was like, "Yo, this has to be a topic. We have to talk." And you said, "Young pup." Versus what the old bull, the old, the, old, old the wally dog. vet, the old the dog, old wally vet, the old. There we go. There there we ding go. ding. So ding ding. First half, Sammy Watkins was tar- targeted six times, two catches, ten yards, right, two drops, two wide ball. open wide drops. Open. It, they hey, they went deep on that first play. They went deep on that first play. Yeah. Running with a a, a PCP yeah. post post corner, corner post. post. PCP. But, and that was a play, I believe we're talking about the same play, that was a play where Revis, it looked like he, like, inter- not intercept, it looked like he broke up the play, but he really didn't. He was late no, no, to the play. No, he wasn't there. Sammy Watkins was dropped the ball. Yeah, yeah and, and everyone was like, uh, even on the, so the commentators, like, talk about Revis, like, Revis is great, love him, don't get me wrong, but that play, I was like, he he was late. No, yeah, no, he, no. Was, he was He was late. late. But <laughs> let me ask you a question. Could that be the Revis effect? Let's say you about to go up, you about to dunk. You see Shaq there. You don't think you're not dunking anymore. You're gonna try to lay that up. Now it bounces off the rim a couple of times, boing boing. Right. It's the Revis effect. It's I'm okay, okay with the Revis, Revis effect. Is here. You can't go up soft, period. You better no, you, no, if you're you going, you better go, go up strong. Go it doesn't matter who's yeah, there, whether it's Revis or Shaq. Yeah, you go, go get it. You go do what you're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. If if a penalty's gonna be called or a flag is gonna be thrown. Mm-hmm. Let the ref do their Let job. Yeah. Your job ultimately is to catch the ball. I understand that. Playing raw receiver, you got to catch the yeah, ball. Catch and Sam, Sammy Watkins, yes, he's in his second year, but he's, he's got to make that play. Yeah, There's no I doubt about it. You got to make that play, yeah. Sammy. Yeah. The and he could have. He, it was all, I, that was a mental <laughs> error. That wasn't, I don't believe that was a Revis. Because, Maybe a, because Revis was there, but it wasn't, Revis didn't physically take didn't that physically, play away from him. But you know, Revis, you Mentally. know, he, he could be there because on the slant, Remember, he, he ran the slam. Revis was off. He ran the slam on that third mm-hmm. and six or seven. Right. And he dropped it again. Yeah. Re- you well, saw his eyes. They slowed it down. You saw his eyes. You saw his body get got, ready for it to, to brace. Yeah. He thought Revis was going to be there. He was going to have to shake it off. That's another drop. The Revis effect. That's the, that's <laughs> the Revis okay effect. It's, it's, that's the Revis it's effect. Revis, okay Revis is Revis. Yes. But... Sammy's job is to catch the ball. We I know who that. Darrell Revis is. I know who yeah. he is. Probably one of the greatest cornerbacks yeah. ever. From a technique mm-hmm. standpoint, that boy is bad. bad boy. <laughs> Revis is That's bad. bad boy. What he's been doing, no corner has ever done. He literally, besides Shut. Dion yeah. and, and maybe Daryl Green, Revis shuts down that top receiver week in and week out. It doesn't matter who it is. Yes. Ladies and it doesn't gentlemen. matter. It, and sometimes it it's mentally, matter. sometimes it's physically, and sometimes it's just they don't want to target him. You know what right. I mean? Like there's no. in no. different areas no. he does that. You kids at home, you wear you you listening to Shy Glizzy and uh, I'm so awesome. All that music, the rap music, you think these young receivers are the deal. You better show respect to Revis, man. I talk to kids play. all the time. They're like, oh, man, my boy, uh, who's who's this young? My boy Julio Jones or this guy. They could, they'll give it to Revis. They'll give it to Revis. No way. Three catches, 14 yards. Come over here. Come come sit on this side of the island. That's it's it. Banned. That's this, banned that, from the rest of the island. He can't get off of Revis, can't, Revis can't Island. Of Everybody, like right now, Twitter's talking about talking about Sammy Watkins and that, that the four-yard catch. catch. The four-yard Even catch. though, don't get me wrong, it was a crucial catch yeah. for third yeah. down. Yeah. But it, to me... Okay, that won the game. That sealed the game for him. But right now, we just talking about Revis versus Watkins. You know what they're doing? Because we have a Vine world. That was a Vine (laughs) catch. 
that four yard, that four was yards. a good shake. He threw Revis off of him. If he could convert it, he would want to put that hand up and go deep. Didn't go, but Revis was play. over the but top. He to, yeah, he got over the top. He ran the out route. It was, it was cute. It that was, was one cute. of those you like. Yeah, it was saucy. It was, it was, yeah, it was pretty good. Had him with a back pad. Yeah, like, good catch, bro. Good catch, yeah. bro. Keep it yeah, we, keep it, we kept it moving. But he but, actually he thought he did something on that catch. No, he yeah. was feeling good. He was, <laughs> he was feeling good. It's a first down. It's a first it, down. It, it sealed the game for him. Had, it, had it not been a first down, it would have just been like, that's all they're throwing you, bro? If I was exactly. Like, that's, all you, that's all they're throwing to you? They got into a fight. They got into an altercation. I needed that. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. you said, as a receiver, I needed that. I needed to see that because what he did to Brent Grimes last week, uh, Sammy Watkins, eight catches, a buck fourteen. I and only he was targeted eight times. Yeah, every everything's a catch, coach. Everything. So you know he mm-hmm. was he was feeling himself. That's why they started the game off with the PCP post corner post. The but trying to build his confidence, too big. Trying to build his confidence, but that's it's, it, that's it like that, that with with everybody that goes up to, against Revis. That's how most of the, most of these guys' stats are. It doesn't matter who it is. Yeah, it doesn't matter yeah. if you don't run good routes against Daryl Revis, you're not going to get open. He's the most technically sound. Even if you corner. do, you might not get open. That's true. So <laughs> if you're if you're Robert Woods, the other receiver, mm-hmm. are you mad? Because Hell we still, yeah, we man. still kept what? targeting this man. Yo, man, stop throwing over there, man. I'm killing my dude. That's what you feel like because he's over there getting locked up by Revis. And you're wide open. Why I keep going over there? I got three catches, 19 yards. Come on, coach. Look. Come on, coach. Troll. I feel like you guys should have a, a section. Nobody's <laughs> one of one pick me up for fantasy. We haven't done it yet, but I feel like nights. you guys should totally have a segment that's come on, coach. Come like, on, what coach. was the play of the game? Were you like, come on, come on, come on, come on, man? We'll do it. We'll do it. Come, come on, on, coach. coach. But you I know like what? It. Hashtag come on, coach. <laughs> Which should have been open tonight? Cromartie, come on, playing. coach. No, you didn't have Cromartie playing on the other side, so it's like, oh my god, where were you at during during this during this game? We didn't. He didn't show up. Robert Woods. Come on, Mr. USC, where was you at tonight? At the same time, you can't be like that because if the ball is not getting thrown to me. True. Come on, coach. They kept trying to force it to Watkins. Right. Yeah, well, he's, he's, a, he's, he's the go-to guy. He's their go-to guy. He's a number one receiver. They drafted up number four overall. Right. And they expect him to be that to be Revis. that doll to catch that PCP exactly right. to be that that Megatron exactly. that that uh, Antonio Brown that that number one receiver. But well, right he's now he's, tonight he can't. Well, he's he's not there yet. He's yeah. in his second year. He's, well, he's not there yet against Darrell Revis. You know, no, I early, don't want to go to that. He's not there yet. Second year. Julio Jones is in his what second year, right. third year. Yeah. If, if they year, if they draft you that high, it's it's you, it's go you time. You produce you right away. Yeah. Randy Moss had what seventeen touchdowns his rookie year. Yeah, he was balling. Beckham Jr. But then then again, it's like Watkins was Odell just complaining two three weeks ago about not getting the ball, and he had that he went on that big old Twitter rant. You know, mad at the fans, mad at the coaches about not getting the ball. It's it like, always comes back. It's it's social media. It's it like, come on, man. Always really? comes come back. On, <laughs> so, all in favor of uh, uh, another uh, abandoned ship over in the Revis Island waters? All in favor? Yay! Oh yeah, yay. without yeah. a doubt, yay. he's the USS he, he, Watkins. He, he's he's locked. It's over. It's locked, locked down, ladies up. and gentlemen. Yeah, won't let me out. <laughs> Hey, oh my God, I love you guys. So let's move on to another storyline. The biggest storyline, the hype. NFL Network, there was commercials, there were promos. I'm like, geez. Mm-hmm. The revenge of Rex Ryan. The return of that? Rex Ryan. Did you see that he didn't even come come out for pregame? I wouldn't have either. 
Yeah, that's like I one of the first know. times he didn't come out for pregame. You don't want to make it all about me. Oh, he does. Well, I Rex Bryant, right, not hold right on. there, not right there. Rex right Bryant, he, he's, come on. he's a me coach. Rex Bryant okay. loves that media okay. attention. He, yeah. he loves it. Rex Bryant loves it. I understand that. I was that. actually shocked because I thought he would have wanted to come out to see if he could razzle the fans, if uh-huh. he could he could do something. The fact that he didn't made me be actually the fact that he didn't made me be like wow. He's actually taking this seriously. We might be screwed. Well, it has to come off like that. He yeah. was trying to. Rick Ryan was trying to chill. He, that's that's what it came. He was trying to chill before the game started. Yeah, you know, he had his press conferences during the week when he came out. You mm-hmm. know, wearing a Clemson helmet. Oh man! And then, then, then they, what, really, you never know what you're going to get from Rex. So. That's when he didn't him. come out before the game, everybody's like, where's Rex Ryan at? Where's Rex Ryan at? Because you're expecting him to do something that's obnoxious or, or say something silly yeah. before the game even gets started. But it seemed like he was just focused on the game. This was almost like a uh, a a Super Bowl for him just because it's his first game back at, at MetLife Stadium. So it's well, like... Well, and honestly, I mean, when you talk about Rex, I mean, Rex got done wrong. I'm sorry. Like, Rex, <laughs> he's so... I mean, it's not like he... Because, like, there was a lot of fans being like, I hate Rex, you know, this Rex, that Rex. But they when you really think about it, number one, I love Rex Ryan as a coach. Number two, it's not like he quit and took a job somewhere else. He got fired. And before right. that, he was working with his hands tied. When you got John Igzik, like everything was against. They were button heads with so many decisions and the way that Rex wanted to build a team he was not allowed to do. Then he was the one that had to take the blame for the team doing bad. And then he got fired. So it's not like he really did the Jets wrong. Right. I don't. In my opinion. I don't think he did the Jets wrong. It's no. just when you have a head coach and a GM that are not seeing eye to eye, things are going to happen because a coach has one vision and a GM has another vision. Right. And it's they- like... The GM hires the the, the head coach most mm-hmm. of the time, you know, mm-hmm. unless he gets overruled by the owner. But it's just after a while they stopped agreeing with one another. Rex Ryan is one of those coaches that he needs power. Right. He needs it, you know, because he. I don't know that he necessarily. Yes, he needs power, but I don't think he needs power because he needs power. I think he needs trust that and to let him do his job. Right, exactly. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think he in... wants power to be like, I'm the one in charge, right. Rex Ryan, but you need to, a guy like that, you can't, you need to just trust that he's going to do and produce the best results he can and let him do it. And I feel like that's not what they allowed him to yeah, do, and that's has, why the Jets went so downhill. Right. He has a proven track record, so he wants to bring yeah. in a certain kind of player that he knows is going to fit his, his defensive scheme. Right. And, you know, is it didn't let allow him to do that? So right. it's what I'm hearing you guys. I, I I agree somewhat with you all, but what I'm hearing you guys say about okay the power and you want to bring in guys for his defensive scheme and he wouldn't allow to do whatever he wanted to do. Here's what gets me: if you're a defensive minded coach, the one thing you need more than anything, more than a running back or uh, a uh, big play receiver, you need a quarterback. And he, with two first-round picks, whether it was him or the or, or the GM, two first-round quarterbacks, you got them both wrong. Mark yeah. Sanchez and bum bum old Gene Geno Smith. <laughs> Bro, he, he's he's not he's not good to me. At no, all. he's so, not at all. I didn't I didn't think good. he Gino was that. Geno Smith no. not good to me. At all. I didn't I think, think he was good coming out of Sanchez. West Virginia, but yeah, I think he's he, worse than you Mark had Sanchez to draft him. too. Yeah, that's yeah. Well, he. You didn't have to draft him. No, but it's it's every year. Right there's there. there's a crop of quarterbacks that you consider to be the top five. Mel Kiper and those guys. It's every year. They may not be the best, but it's like who's the best available for this team because 
every team is trying to find that quarterback to be the next face of the franchise. That's just right. how it goes. You know, quarterbacks come and go. Mark Sanchez, Mark Sanchez, first round draft pick. Okay, they paid him what thirty, forty, fifty million, something crazy. Got, got paid. paid. He, got he went paid. to two AFC Championship games, but that wasn't because of him. That's oh, because of his defense. Exactly. Yeah. Oh my god. Because of his defense. So it wasn't like Sanchez. Well, well, I mean, it, it sounds crazy. I don't want to play Monday morning, Monday morning quarterback or anything. But I'm talking about taking those first round picks, trying to make some sort of package deal to go out there and, and grab a quarterback. Go grab somebody. Go try and get Phillip Rivers. Go try and get go. Uh, uh, I don't want to say Matt Ryan because the Atlanta Falcons wasn't going to let him go. But go and get one of those someone better than Ryan Rest Fitzpatrick. Big. I can get for if I'm gonna trade you my first round pick. I can get better than a Ryan Fitzpatrick on a on a free agent level. On a on a free yes on a free agency thing instead of trying to draft. Oh, we have to draft our future quarterback or 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 whatever. Why not go in and use that first round pick to try and entice to try and get to try and bait well, somebody to come saying. in here. I can't think of off the top of the head because I don't want to go with Ryan Mallett. I don't want to say those type of guys. No. Well, those, Ryan Fitzpatrick is better than Ryan Mallett. He's better oh, than yeah. he's, he's, He at least he's, shows up and makes the he fight. He at least shows up. So. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. That boy, he's silly. Oh, <laughs> he is very silly. Oh, I don't know how you do That's up. the worst. One thing you cannot do. You know you're playing a game on Sundays. You cannot Miss the team flight. It don't matter. Oh, you can't miss team. You flight. cannot on, miss the team flight. That's so bad. Somebody that is did so that bad. I, I can understand. Okay, if your wife is, you know, having a baby, or, or you know, just something happened with mm-hmm. your family. But to sit there mm-hmm. and say I was stuck in traffic or I overslept, mm-hmm. like get uh-huh. out of here. Like get out of here, yeah. Matt. Yeah. That's why yeah. you got That's released. Right. That's why you get out of here. Bringing it back. Bringing it back to the. To, okay, what's, yeah. what's up? My question to you guys is, and I don't know if this is a stat that any of you guys know, so I don't want to put you on the spot. But do you know what the percentages of head coaches that come from a defensive background as opposed to offensive? No. I feel like there's more coach. I, I mean, Belichick is a defensive guy. I feel like there's more uh-huh. that right. come from defense that are head coaches. Do you think that that's true? Uh, or do you think maybe I, I think it's I think it's give a great take. balance. I think okay. it's because you got offensive linemen, Dan Campbell down yeah. in uh in Miami, the interim head coach, he was a tight end. He's a tight you know, end coach, but he's thing. not calling the plays. But he's not calling yeah. no, he but he's still plays. a head coach. Mm-hmm. But I, I just always think even Singletary, because I mean, he, they drafted Alex Smith. Alex Smith didn't turn out to be a number one pick of the draft type caliber NFL player. I was hoping for, Ale- for Alex he, Smith for us. I think Alex Smith is good, but he just didn't he he went through so many different offensive coordinators in, in San Francisco. If you're going through a different system, you can't get comfortable, comfortable in what you're doing. So no. that means whatever you did, whatever film you watched last year in 2014 is going to be totally different in 2015. Yeah. Yeah. You can't watch those same plays because mm-hmm. it's a totally different offense. Right. Right. And that's, as a quarterback, that sucks. Because <laughs> yeah. you want to be able to watch what you did the year before to yeah. improve on that <clears> going into the next year. All right, so speaking of improving, speaking of uh, the games we got coming up, um, let's talk a little bit of, about the state of each organization right now for the rest of the season of each team. State of the Bills, state of the Jets. They're both 5-4 and four now. They're both locked in in the race for that uh, for that wild card spots, the one and two wild card spots, which baffles me because the Indianapolis Colts, are leading their division and can go are going to go to the playoffs if they went out on their division. Yeah, they the gotta, sorry coast, but that's that's neither here nor yeah. there. Well, Andrew so Luck's got to get better too. At five and four, your Jets five and four with uh, Fitzpatrick getting 
thumb surgery tomorrow, Friday. Yeah, he should be better by next Sunday, though. Right, yeah, he'll, he'll be it, back I think in there. Surgery. It's surgery. It's surgery. So On let's say you might have Gino coming out. What's what's going to happen? What's what's going to happen with your Jets for the rest of the season? If Gino comes out, what's <laughs> going to happen is I'm going to shed tears. <laughs> E forty uh, voice. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think that we'll be in the run. I hate to say it. I don't know that we'll make playoffs. I feel like we'll finish. You want me to say like what we'll finish? What, what, I don't Just know. for the rest of the season. What What would you like to see happen? What What's your prediction for the rest of the season? Just what I'd like us. to see happen is I would like to see Fitzpatrick come back, and I would like to see Brandon Marshall stop making as many mistakes. I feel like those are two big key things because I I feel like our defense is pretty much okay. Defense is playing okay. Yeah, so I feel like what we need is improvement on the offense. Mm-hmm. I definitely feel like we're gonna win. I don't think we're we've peaked and we're going downhill. Mm-hmm. I feel like we'll definitely get a, a few more W's. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe. But, no, you're, you're uh, good. Uh, I think we'll be in a run for the wild card spot. Buffalo Bills now. I feel like the Buffalo Bills are on. A, they're going to give us a good run for our money. I feel like they they do though. It, you know the thing is with the Jets, and I, and I don't say this to make excuses because I know my team. But there's a there's a big difference between us getting beat and us beating ourselves. And I feel like a game like tonight is one of those games where it's borderline. We beat ourselves with our tone, with our turnovers and with not being able to capitalize on getting a turnover. Mm-hmm. So it's games like that. I mean, you put, you know, Buffalo up against some other teams. Their offense isn't really producing a lot of results. So I don't think that they're just going to blow other teams away either. Yeah. So I feel like I feel like we'll end the season with a better record than the Buffalo Bills. DA. I'm, I'm going to have to agree with you on that one. I think, like, right, tonight was a big statement game, a huge statement game for the Bills that they made made tonight and beating, beating the Jets. You know, mm-hmm. now both teams are 5-4, and four, so it's which team is going to go up, which team is going to go down. And as far as the Jets are concerned, I think they they have that track record right now to put it together. This is an a, a, uh, experienced ball club. They they got guys, veteran guys at every single position. It's not like they're they're a young team. You know, it's not like they have Geno Smith at quarterback right now. Right now it's Ryan Fitzpatrick. Mm-hmm. He's a guy that's been around for 10 years now. So he's able to make those plays. He's been in and he's played in those big games. So he knows how to get the job done and if they can really bounce back from what they did tonight and try to put it together with you know these next six seven games, I think they have a shot. What do they got? They got Houston, Miami, New York, Tennessee, Dallas, New England, Buffalo. I think out of those what seven games, that's at least five victories right there. I don't see them beating New England. I may, New York is a toss up game right toss now. Up. See, I think we got a know. chance against New England. If Brandon Marshall would have caught that pass and it would have been twenty eight seventeen, it would have been a different result of that game. But there you go again with Brandon Marshall. That's what I'm saying. So if Brandon he Marshall gets is like even track record. He yeah. said you can't say that's, that's just what he, he is now. That's why he was in my wish list of getting back on the right track. But then again, he's like Brandon Marshall is a pro bowler. You can't continue to make these mistakes. It's it's. Been right, happening so. year after year. You can't keep doing that. Yeah, you're a you're a a, a top ten receiver in this league, mm-hmm. but you're making bonehead rookie mistakes that shouldn't be right. happening. Exactly. No, you're right. yeah. You should not be. It should not be happening. So, what about the Buffalo Bills going for moving forward? <clears throat> moving forward, I think if their offense can just really put it together, I think they'll they'll be able to contend for the wild card. Also, this is this is just one of those games where it just was like. Okay, who's who's gonna who's gonna win this game tonight? And yeah. Buffalo Buffalo pulled yeah. that out. Why? Because they were able to cre- create turnovers. Mm-hmm. You know, the Jets turned the ball over way too many times tonight. Four turnovers is, is, is a lot. Let alone just one, but four. There's no yeah. way you're gonna win a game. And if you turn the ball over four four times, 
the Bills are supposed to win the game. Supposed to. You know, I don't think they have that uh, explosive of an offense, but they got guys. They got Tyrod yeah. Taylor. If LaShawn McCoy stays healthy, if they can get the ball into Sammy Watkins' hands somehow, some way, you know, last on, on Sunday, he had eight catches for 160 yards. So they got guys that can do it, and then they also have a top 10 defense in the that has playmakers on that side. Well, when they're foreign, they're foreign one when all three of those guys are lined up and they're healthy. So I think uh, health mm-hmm. is yeah. the biggest thing for them. The defense is going to play well, obviously. Yeah, they're, so they're, Rex they're, lights they're, out. they're lights out. They're going to play good enough to, to win games. Uh, 31 points per game when Shady, Tyrod, and Sam, Sammy are all lined up together and 363 yards per game. So, and they're four, like that's, I said, that's earlier, a nice they're four average. on one. Yeah. Sammy just got back from injury, so now we can really see these guys get going. Two games back, uh, two games, LaShawn, Shady McCoy's had over 100. 100. Mm -hmm. So maybe we're seeing something. This is just one of those games where we had to win for us. You know, we just we we had to win this game for us. Right. Um, I I mean, I would love to to add on to that. I just think just looking at their schedule, it's New England next week. I don't see them. They they lost 42-30 earlier in the season, so I don't see Buffalo winning that game. Kansas City, that's... A toss-up. They should beat Houston. Philly, they're coming on strong mm-hmm. right now. Uh, Washington, it should be Washington. Dallas, if they got Romo back week 16, they I don't I don't see them winning that game. And in New York again, once again, uh, another rivalry game, AFC East game, it's like it's a must-win. Yeah. So yeah. it's just yeah. gonna come down to who well, plays better. And I think, you know, with the Jets and, and, and the Bills, they're they're two teams that can compete for this AFC wild card. Well, both teams definitely have a bullseye on their back because a lot of teams want that wild card spot. The Steelers, the Raiders are are in the mix. Mm-hmm. So let's go this week. Let's talk a little predictions this week. I'm gonna run down the games. I'm gonna talk to games. Oh. TV predictions. Ooh, you heard that? Yeah. This is we're in November now. Should it's come with, with its own emoji. Weird sound emoji. Um, all right, so I'm gonna I'm gonna name the game that's coming up this weekend, Sunday, Monday, Sunday night. Mm-hmm. And you guys okay. just give me who you think is gonna win and just a quick one liner. Real quick one liner. So first up, Jacksonville at Baltimore. Baltimore. Porky. Um, Jacksonville is sloppy. We beat them, and it was it's they played sloppy football. Uh, I gotta go with. Oh man, just uh, I'm just going with Baltimore. Jeff oh, Flacco, man. Baltimore. They're D. They need a victory. Let's yeah. go. I say Jacksonville because I'm going with the sleeper. Detroit at Green Bay. Green Bay. They need a win. They need that. Man, this is Green Bay gonna beat the brakes off of the Lions. The Lions have not beaten the the, the Packers in and almost it's been been twenty years they haven't won at Lambeau Field. So yeah, Aaron, this might this might get ugly. Aaron Rodgers has been getting embarrassed though. This could be one of the, those games where it's like, okay, I'm back. Mm-hmm. I'm back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, we're gonna say right. uh Miami at Philly. Oh. Philly needs to swim more than Green Bay needs to swim. Oh man, that's a tough one for me. I feel like um Really? Yeah, I feel like Miami's been sucking, but I feel like when they get it together, they play real well. They play pretty and well. And same thing with the Eagles, there's not a lot of consistency there. I I, I want to say Miami, but I don't want to root I don't want to pull for someone in my league, so I'm going to I'm going to go with Miami. I think they're going to win. Oh, she's going with Miami. I got to go with Philly. Philly looked great last <laughs> week against Dallas. You know, the pull that out, they, they really that should have been a second game. They they beat uh Dallas, but Philly's looking good. They're coming on strong right now. Cleveland at Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh, yeah. Is Manziel starting? No, Josh no. McCown is back. Man, Manziel doesn't deserve a start Josh right McCown, now. Josh McCown, who we but, knocked the boop 
out. <laughs> they did knock him out. But I got to go. If uh, I think Landry Jones is starting this week, I got to go with uh, Pittsburgh Steelers. Chicago at St. Louis. Oof. Chicago's look pretty decent. They beat, they yeah. beat the Chargers they on beat Sunday. The Chargers. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Bears. They Ooh. beat the Chargers on Monday. St. Louis, I guess they were St. Louis. Yeah, I'm going with St. Louis. Just their their, their defense. Oh, they're man. they're in the you know in the EFC, in NFC West, so they they play some good teams. Dallas at Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay, you disappoint me. I just want y'all to know that. Man. <laughs> I, I thought y'all were going to beat the Giants. Yeah, I thought y'all were going to beat the Giants. Is Romo back this week? No, no, he's got no. one more week. One more week. One more week. And Des, he's. Still back in, right? Is, yeah. They just Limited had some practice. media blow up today, but yeah, he's man. all you right. Know how they just, you know how they hype that I'm up for the Cowboys. I'm going with Tampa Bay. Yeah, Tampa Bay. Jameis it. Winston. You know, I think they lost that game last week just because Mike Evans dropped way too many passes. But I got to go with Tampa to redeem themselves. Carolina at Tennessee. Carolina. Cam Newton is a machine. I love him. Well, I got to go with Carolina. Tennessee, they really shocked me last week going into New Orleans and, and winning that game. That yeah. is my former team, people. I'm a former Tennessee Titan last year. I'm sorry, guys. I picked against y'all, but thankful y'all won that game last week. But Aww. this week, I don't see you guys winning at home against the Carolina Panthers. Go, back to back. Which is crazy, right? He he goes, like you hear yourself saying the, to the Carolina Panthers, right. and you're like, what am I saying? <laughs> well, I mean, you got Cam Cam. I know. Well, nobody, who, nobody was expecting the Carolina Panthers no, to do anything not this all. season. Not at all. No, but if you think about it, they've <clears> had four years to rebuild since Cam, and they've done a, a good job doing that. Yeah, they have. Doing a good, yeah. good job. So, all right, so here's another game. We got New Orleans at Washington. This should be a good one. I think New Orleans, but yeah, I, think just, I, don't, I don't root for Kirk Cousins. I'm sorry. Yeah, I got I got to go with New Orleans. I think it's a bounce back game for them. They weren't expecting to lose at home to the uh, Tennessee Titans, who had lost you know five games, six games in a row. That was so. rough for them, man. Yeah, it's tough. It's rough. Minnesota at Oakland. Oakland, you better win this game. Oakland, man. Oakland is on. Man, don't don't hate. On they my are. Raiders. Don't, do not. Who do we not might what? think they are. Raiders. No, I'm saying they're on it this okay. year. I'm, I mean, okay. Carr, I'm sorry, Carr, Crabtree, like my that bad. tandem. I mean, get, I don't know what happened to Carr from last season to this season, but he is on it. They are. And Raiders, come on, man. You guys are there. You're almost there. Yeah. Keep yeah. doing what you guys are doing. I thought I'm you guys here. should have went into Pittsburgh last week and beat the Steelers, mm-hmm. but you just let did not yeah. stop Antonio Brown, mm-hmm. which was a big problem. That's yeah, rough. But I got them. I think they're going to beat beat Minnesota at home this That's week. That's Kansas City at Denver. That's a tough one, man. Quick ones. We need to oh, get through these quick ones. Kansas Let's City go. At Denver. I'll go Denver. New England at New York Giants. I think the Giants are going to win. New England. They're going to keep the undefeated streak going. Arizona at Seattle. Seattle. <clears throat> I'm going to Arizona. Arizona. Well, now. Arizona. Houston at, at Seattle. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 Seattle. Yeah, it's just Seattle this year. Houston at Cincinnati. That's the Monday night game. Cincinnati. Well, we just watched Cincinnati last week on we Thursday night. Thursday. Our first yeah. Thursday night game. Yeah. So I got I got to go with the underrated Bengals. offense. Well, you all heard the picks. We thank you guys for watching. Uh, why don't you go ahead and tell us you guys? We'll sign off. Tell these guys where they can find you guys at one more time. You guys can fat. Find me on all social media platforms at I-A-M-S-T-E-F-Z. Thanks for having me, guys. No problem. Oh, you got to come on. back and do this. Yeah. Everybody, you can catch me at dhagen 80 Talk to me. Holler at me. Any questions you got, you know, want to talk some football, anything in the world, just let me know. And you can find me at... 
Cultured Athlete. I was about to say social media. You can find me on social social media at Cultured Athlete. Make sure you guys follow AfterBuzz as well at AfterBuzz TV and watch us. Uh, keep watching the website AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Brandon London. What's up? My boy D. Hagen. Yeah, yeah. We out of here. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.